there, and welcome to episode number 64 of Become a Guitarist Today podcast with myself, Adam Roach. I'm going to start off this year by talking about one of my favourites and who influenced me to start actually playing guitar, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. So I remember after hearing Eddie back in about 1981, something like that, and I had been studying for a little while playing guitar, but after hearing him, I thought, no, that's it. Got the electric, started learning a few tricks, started learning all the tapping tricks. And as well as a lot of my other guests over the, the last year and a half people I've interviewed, I'd say probably majority of the times, Eddie's name has come up of influences or again, just uh, people liking what he does. Now, unfortunately, I've only got to see Van Halen twice. So when I first came out with uh, Gary Sharon all those years ago, and then, uh, was it three or four years ago, in Sydney, Australia, at the Stone Music Festival. I went there with some friends and, and my daughter, and we stayed right up the front for the whole gig. And that was unbelievable, just seeing him in it live in action, smiling and playing as he usually does. I guess that's really another thing that has really um, inspired me with my playing. After watching Eddie, you know, just really enjoying his playing, you know, smiling, having a good time. And that's really come across to, to my performing and playing as well. And also a big happy birthday to Eddie who turned 64 last, last month on January 26. Hopefully he comes out soon with some more music or even just another tour be great to see now there are a few other podcasts out where which i listen to yeah so one's called dave and dave unchained that's a great podcast and he, they really go into uh, all about things happening with van halen might not just be about them could be other things uh, but recently they've broke down a, a broadway show called eddie and dave which is a really good episode how uh, they spoke about david roth and he's a new tattoo cream as well and plus different authors or books uh their old manager neil monk yeah so if you are a van halen fan definitely check that podcast out now the other one is the evh gear tv with eric broadbent which who's actually been on my podcast as well uh talking about these different podcasts in of course his influence of eddie van halen so if you do get a chance check out that podcast definitely recommend that one i'll put both the links in to both those podcasts in the, the show notes so you can go straight to it and check it out now another big thing that eddie has influenced me for is my son who's actually two years old and his name is eddie as well so eddie roach now another great website for van halen fans is the the van halen news desk which is always updating things what's happening with eddie so recently i just posted on february 3rd actually it was a a video a home video from eddie van halen's birthday party but you find on that site they've got uh, actually, they've got the store, so you can buy things from there, the shop. Uh, they've got the interviews, uh, videos, all the bios. Everything you need to know about Van Halen is on the Van Halen News Desk. Now, here's some of my previous guests talking about Eddie Van Halen. Starting off with episode one with Bill Levesey. When Eddie Van Halen came out, it was all over. I, <laughs> I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't think of anything else other than playing guitar and trying to learn how to, how to play fast. So episode 11, I had Dave Leslie from the Baby Animals actually talks about touring with Van Halen 
and some other great stories. I also yeah. want to talk to you too, yeah, about touring with Van Halen. As you can see, that's one mm. of my favourite bands. Oh, yeah, I noticed by the backdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how was that? That was amazing. That was really good. Yeah. Yep. The, the tour consisted of like, there was, what, 10 semi-trailers worth of gear. There was eight buses worth of people. Mm. It was a, a, a machine. It was like a juggernaut, you know, this thing. And um, even from the, the first night, they were, we couldn't have been treated any better on that run. Yeah. We really got, got a good run with it. Nice fellas, nice guys. Spent a, we spent a lot of time hanging out. Yeah. Ed would always be coming to our room jamming and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, well. It was pretty cool, you oh, know. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really good. That would have been amazing. <laughs> it was a dream come true. Yeah, yeah. It was literally a dream come true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you grew up on Van Halen as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. I um, the, the reason why my first guitar teacher took got his mate involved, his mm. lead guitar player, because I took, I, I took a cassette copy of... Van Halen one, and I played him Eruption. Okay. I said, can I do this? Yeah. <laughs> well, not from me, you can't. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. He goes, maybe this guy might know. And but and so when, when the, the second guy sort of came on board, he looked, listened to it, and he goes, well, let's, we kind of got to start from the beginning here. Yeah. Let's not jump straight into that because it's, it's way too advanced. I still can't play the damn thing. Yeah. You know, what is it? It's been 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, it still sends shivers down my spine, man. There's moments that that in it where it's just, oh, it's it's otherworldly. That oh, piece, yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah, it's a freak. Yeah. And to hear it play night after night and different variations of it, and just be be sitting in Ed's bunker because he had two quad boxes going in, in his bunker as well, so that um, Matt, his tech, could could listen to what was going on on stage in case there was you know anything anomalies going on yeah. and to listen to that get the opportunity to listen to that you know 60 plus times yeah. night after night it's yeah it's a dream come true yeah <laughs> so great it's a player man far out oh, yeah. he, that's why he's a legend you know yeah yeah so i know you said yeah like he come and jam with you guys did he ever like show you something like a, a little lesson or just more jamming every time i asked him to show me something he wouldn't show it to me he's like <laughs> Get out of here, man. Yeah. I'm going to show you anything. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Throw <laughs> <laughs> me a bone here. Ah, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. But we, he was just in his jamming. Yeah. It's, just, it's so him. Even with, you know, on Susie's telly through a little PV practice amp, it sounded just like him. Yeah. Just, just it's in the hands, you know. That's You can um, talk about gear and everything until the cows come home, but it's, it sounded like Ed Van Halen. When, when I plugged into his rig mm. on the occasion when sort of, you know, we'd get there early, we'd all we'd get there every time because we were on a bus and they were on a plane sort of thing. So we'd, we'd roll in yeah. to, the, to the stadium and stuff like that early. And there was a couple of occasions where I got a chance to play through his rig and it sounded just like me. <laughs> yeah. Just really loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking, here it goes. You know, I, I'll, I'll find the secret. And the secret is in the hands, yeah. in the whole approach. Yeah. He also, he gave you a music band, didn't he? Is that right? He did, yeah, yeah. So you still have that? Yeah. Oh, of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hidden away, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that would have been great. It, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the, we did two legs of this tour, and it was the last night of the first leg. And he would, because he's always walking into our room and everything like that. You know, just it's casual. The whole place was like, there was no, there's no kind of restrictions. We we, yeah. we got on so well, and we're so, so well looked after that, we could always go into their room and ask them stuff or whatever, you know, or whatever. Be yeah. really cool, you know. So we just walked into our room with a, with a case and sort of, you know, gestured over and said, 
hey, come and have a look. Come and look at this. Mm. Check this out. I'm like, okay. It's this red music man in this case. I said, oh, cool, man. Is that your new guitar? And he goes, no, it's your new guitar. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool, man. That's cool. It was really, it was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, it was really good. Episode 29 at Eric Broadbent from the EVH Gear TV channel talks about learning Van Halen songs. So what was your most challenging song to learn for the 5150, the band? I'm gonna, I'll go right, I know it right off the top of my head, the uh, solo for Ice Cream Man. Oh, really? I used, to, I used to hate, yeah, I used to absolutely hate it. Mm. I could play Eruption back in the day way better than I could play Ice Cream Man, and that stretch, and I have, I have the large hands, mm. and I have a good stretch, but that stretch, I, I'd be working up to the solo, and uh, I'd get to it, and I'd have to kind of get down on one knee and, and raise the uh, the neck of the arm, uh, okay. the guitar. It wasn't hard to learn it, mm. just hard to play it. Okay. And uh, it's one of those things where every once in a while, sometimes I would cheat and I would tap, because mm. I just couldn't get the, uh, the fluidness of it, and uh, so that was definitely the hardest one. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Hot for Teacher, as far as that wasn't a hard song for the souls or anything like that, which is coming in at the right time with the drummer. Yeah. And I used to always tell the drummer, okay, let's, okay, if I don't come in at this spot, keep it going, keep it going. And then we'd improvise depending on how the crowd was. If it was a dead crowd, I'd come in early. If it was a, if it was a great crowd, I'd come in late yep. or whatever. But uh, that there were some tricky parts that way as well. Yeah. So if, overall, learning all the Van Halen songs, um, so you think it really did yeah, improve your playing and learn a lot of new techniques from that? A lot of new techniques. Yep. Yeah, I learned, I learned a lot of things. I think that's probably what the most I ever learned about Van Halen because it's one of those things where you don't just go out and like you would do in my other cover bands and just kind of, I, I could embellish the solos or I could, you know, if I didn't know the changes all that well, I could fake it. But yep. when you're in a tribute band, you got to be as close to the real thing as possible. So it was, it was real military uh, army training for me, if, mm. if you want to call it that. It's a, you know, do or die kind of thing. It was very good for me. Yeah. So what do you think uh, some of the techniques that you didn't know before that you learned do, learning about Hanglin songs? Um, well, it was just more improving on the tapping and things like that too. Yep. Uh, my timing. So I didn't really learn any real flashy techniques like no, no string skipping or, you know, or, or uh, you know, uh, sweeping or anything like that. I'm not a real trick guy. Yep. Uh, I don't know a lot of tricks on the guitar. Uh, maybe some noises and things like that. Just it improved my playing, improved my tapping. You know, my sense of timing was something I learned uh, huge because, you know, I was playing with some musicians now that were a level, quite a few levels up in caliber, many levels up in caliber from who I played with before. So I think really as far as learning, not a lot of tricks, just improved as a musician overall. That's what I think I took away from, from that time. Yeah. Episode 30, Thomas McLaughlin from the UK. You know, because my thing when I was a very young boy, you know, like seven and stuff and seven years old playing in pubs and social clubs and all these places that kids yeah. probably shouldn't really be. Mm. I would kind of do like, you know, an explosion of 10, 15 minutes of solos and then mix in, you know, the kind of riffs from maybe uh, you know, crazy train and yeah. ain't talking about love by, you know, Eddie and, yeah. you know, all these kind of things I loved, you know, but um, yeah, I love the early David Lee Roth stuff. Uh, Randy Rhodes, love that. That guy was an awesome player, and um, massive obviously Eddie fan as well. You know, mm. I mean, who, who doesn't like Van Halen? You know, <laughs> that's right. Awesome. In fact, you know, my dad. I don't know if you saw that video, um, but <laughs> one of my things was when my dad took me from the hospital. I think he had it in his mind. The first thing I want Thomas to listen to was the first Eddie Van Halen track uh, album. Mm. 
and apparently played it in the car on the on the way home when he uh, brought me from the hospital. So, oh, that's so he planted the seeds early, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Episode forty-four I had Joey Allen from the band Warrant. When I got into seventh grade, it was like in between. I think Van Halen one came out in like February or March of seventy-nine. So I would have been. 14 so that's about right so maybe seventh grade mm. i think yeah. when the van halen that changed everything yeah yep. you know what i mean and, and i got into it hard at that point and and i don't i don't remember when i got my first electric guitar i think i was like right around between 12 and 14. episode 62 I had simon hosford another great australian guitarist but i think the thing that made the biggest impact was when my guitar teacher at the time, he would have other students give him like mix cassettes, yeah, yeah. mixtapes of um, of whatever they were listening to and said, oh, you know, check this out. And he had a different student of his give him a Van Halen compilation. Yeah. And it was, uh, I guess it was a mix of, say, the first four or five Van Halen records on this one 100-minute cassette. <laughs> and um, so he said, oh, I think you might like this. You better check this out, you yeah. know. And I couldn't believe what I was hearing. You know, I, was like, I had no idea how he was even making those sounds on a guitar. But of course, I was completely hooked and fascinated. So I wore that tape out pretty much, from, you know, just kept playing it round and round and round. And I had a cassette player at the time that would um, have like auto repeat. Oh, so it would auto, without me having to take the cassette out and change sides, it would just keep reversing, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. And so it just stayed in there pretty much. <laughs> I think it just about glued itself into the cassette deck you know and so that was that definitely had a really big influence and it taught me um also i mean a lot of those things that van halen was doing all his licks and stuff were way too fast for my little ears to (laughs) to really catch what he was doing but i had this tiny old open reel recorder that i used to have in my bedroom so i would dub the whatever was on the cassette into that so i could slow it down so i could go down to half speed or i could go to quarter speed Okay. Um, if it was really tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Although, of course, it, it would put it down two octaves, so it was slower, but it was very hard to hear what was going yeah. on. And so it really taught me how to how to do that as well, whereas mm. probably if I was listening to maybe a different kind of guitar music that wasn't quite so fast, it, I wouldn't have learned how to work things out by slowing them down. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was a pretty big influence. And then episode 47, Lance Turner from the Van Halen tribute band called The Atomic Punks. Is that your, what's that, your uh, striped black and yellow striped Eddie guitar behind your head? Yeah, that's like a, a really cheap guitar that, um, it was actually my daughter's and we just put stickers on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I always admire um, people's uh, interpretations, you know, when they do it, because I'm like, I tried to do it and it's just yeah. not easy to make it look cool like Eddie's, you know, guitar is like, I guess he ran over it with a bicycle with, with like paint on his tire at the yeah. beginning, the very beginning. <laughs> Actually, I have to show you my uh, my feature wall. Hang on one second. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. See that? Yep, I see it. Oh, wow, dude. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah, you're ser- so you're a serious Eddie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty much got me into the guitar, so. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, he was like the, the crowning king of just, you know, like I when I started taking guitar like lessons really early, I was you know I'm like I gotta take lessons. But the guy that was giving me lessons was like a Harley riding guy, and he had the coolest Eddie Van Halen uh, poster on the guitar. Like he had a little shop, you know, where he taught in. Yep. But he had this picture. It was on the Fair Warning tour, and Eddie's of course he's shirtless, 
because he's just absolutely like, you know, stealth looking. And he's got a cigarette and he's playing. It looks like he's playing like to hear about later intro with the light on him. Uh, You know, and I'm like, who the who is that guy? And he's like, that's Eddie Van Halen. I'm like, you know, how does what is wow? You know, so it's more of like he's just every angle, that guy. And what was great about or getting into Eddie was the swing, you know, because Mm. I'm a Texan. So there's a Texas swing that he uses that a lot of guys can't do. And I could hear that. So when I started early on playing and the guys in the band now still tell me you're still not swinging enough, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I know, at least I know what it is. It's like that syncopated that, 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 that and there's a lot of uh, rhythm guitar players that, that don't know that. And so when you play like bottoms up or if you play Harvard teacher, if you know, Harvard teacher, you can really hear the swing. Yeah. Now for a little bit of a, history on Eddie Van Halen. So Eddie was born, like I said before, on January 26th in 1955, and his brother Alex, two years older than him, and he plays drums in Van Halen. So both brothers were born in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and their father was a a Dutch musician, Jan Van Halen. Then in 1962, they moved to Pasadena, California. So actually, Eddie first started studying classical piano, although he really never mastered the art of reading music just more played by ear. So in the, the 60s, Eddie and Alex actually started playing music together, but Eddie was on drums and Alex was on guitar. So while Eddie was delivering newspapers to pay for his new drum kit, Alex would sneak on and, and play his drums. So eventually Eddie found out and said, hey, you know what, you play drums and I'll play guitar. And the rest is history. So I hope you guys got a little bit out of this podcast and And for those of you who haven't heard of Eddie Van Halen, do yourself a favor. Go out and check it out. So until next time, keep jamming.